Passports, please. I'm a banana. <laughs> like, if I do that, my whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> Don't worry, he's very tender. We hung him for 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> Leader of Britain, destroyer of the NHS. <laughs> Well, I'm just uh, going to quickly Google, should I kill myself, and, um... Stop punching me! I can only get jobs when I can't see my face! <laughs> Guys, you're going the wrong way. My car's here. Come! Look what's happening. They're trafficking children. I won't leave until I take you. <laughs> now I know who you are. Don't f with me. Do you know who this is? Hey kids. Sounds like a laugh a minute production. <laughs> this is the Arab. This is not Arab. It's not Arab. You're ruining Arab culture by doing this. Like a young You're Joan Rivers. Taking these children, they want to go. Maybe. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, boys. Don't worry. The whole world is seeing this right now. So that's Lindsay Lohan. Oh. walking the streets of, uh, I think, Russia. Right. Trying to steal a family's children. <laughs> <laughs> She got in trouble for this week. Give them to me. Yeah. Give me. That's basically it. She just started following this family, saying, give me your kids. What? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, I got, I've got the full notes here, so I might as well go through it. But um, Lindsay Lohan is facing criticism after posting a live video on Instagram in which she follows a homeless family down the street, trying to separate the sons from her parent from their parents. Jesus. Starts off with the actor offering to put a roof over the family's head for the night, but they don't want it. So I think like she's offering... Uh, well, the video, apparently... I didn't give the whole video because it's too long. Hey, everyone, I just want to show you a family that I met, she tells her viewers. A Syrian refugee family that I'm really worried about and they need help. Do you want to come with me? Come with, come with me. I'll take care of you guys, she says to the family before turning to the children. Do you want to stay in a hotel tonight? Do you want to watch movies? It'd be so cool to watch a movie on a TV or a computer, right? When the parents refuse, Lohan gets confrontational. <laughs> Give me your kids. <laughs> yeah. You should not have your sons on the floor. You should be a hard-working woman, and you should be doing what you can for your children so they have a better life. If someone is offering them a home and a bed, which is me at the moment, give it to them. They will come back to you. You will get your kids back, basically. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I won't leave until I take you, now that I know you who you are. Don't fuck with me. Is that, is that what she said? Yeah, that's what she said. Wow. I won't leave until I take you. Now I know who you are. Don't fuck with me. And part of that was in the intro. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. So, like, I mean, there's a few different levels to this, but I think she's a singer. I don't know that much. She was a singer? Uh, I think maybe I think like she a pop sang music a singer. bit. She was an actress. She's was like she an a actress? Disney actress. Right, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, so went she went from that. crazy. Yeah, now she's gone a bit mental mm. um she's been off the rails for a while but like this is you can liken this the aspect uh, to a, a someone who's just high on drugs and crack yeah roaming the streets trying to save the world <laughs> give me your kids yeah give me your kids <laughs> i'll put them in a hotel you'll get them back <laughs> oh <laughs> that's good that's all right good. there you go <laughs> yeah um it goes on a little bit longer 
I will walk forever. <laughs> He's gonna walk forever for these kids. She tries to grab the kid's hand. The mum pushes her over. <laughs> That's her screaming in, in shock. And then she goes into like self moves like, I'm so shocked right now. How dare she push me? That kind of thing. I'm so startled. <laughs> yeah, I'm so startled. But look, yeah, like she tried. The, the family are just walking away from her and she's just following yeah. them. And then she goes, she goes to one of the kids, like, give me your hand. Give me your kid! <laughs> I want your kid! <laughs> we'll show them a movie. That's what they want. Not their family. They want to watch some Nickelodeon show. The parent trap. <laughs> and then she goes on, look what's happening. They're, ta- they're trafficking children. They're ruining Arabic culture. It's their kids. <laughs> Leave them alone. They're trafficking their own children. <laughs> yeah. As most parents do. Yeah, just, 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 you know... Taking them from taking, place to place. Trying to keep the family together <laughs> and away from Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look what... Uh, you're taking these children. They want to go. They want to go. I'm with you, boys. Don't worry. The whole world is seeing this right now. Did the kids try to leave the no, parents? No, they're, they're holding hands with mum and dad. Right. Walking, walking away from the crazy lady. <laughs> Like, yeah, just never talk to strangers. <laughs> Fuck it. We've gone back to Syria. <laughs> yeah. uh, the mother then appears to strike Lindsay Lohan because, yeah, like she reaches yeah. for the kid's hand. Because she tried to take her kids. <laughs> she tried to fucking abduct her children in front of her. Uh, clips from the video have begun circulating on social media with several users suggesting that the incident amounts to attempted kidnapping. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of does. Is it kidnap if uh, the parents are there? Yeah, it is. What's it? Is it like taking their children? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only. It doesn't matter. That's the important point. Yeah, that I think needs to be taken away. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lindsay. Like, stop! Stop! Like there's this whole thing about celebrity culture and people getting more and more egotistical to the point where they want other lesser people's kids. <laughs> yeah, because well, she's looking Jolie, down. Angel, Jolie, Angel, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and Madonna. Like between them, they've got the whole set. <laughs> yeah, between them, they didn't know what they were doing. So, like, I'm just going to take everyone who doesn't want kids and does want kids. Yeah. And now they're mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so she went from being a child star where she was... Pro- well, you can... However you want to equate this. I don't want to say it's too much. The, the oh. oh. My computer froze, so I turned it off. <laughs> I forgot Jobs it makes sense. here. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's come back from the dead and he wants your kids. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to blame it too much on, uh, like, celeb- she's just celebrity gone mad. But it's like, it's just, you're you a drug addict. to be a celebrity to be mad. <laughs> to roam the streets of Russia trying to find Syrian children. Yeah. To take to your hotel, to give a, ho- a hotel room to. There's plenty that want adopting. Yeah. And again, it's just like... That's a shelter. It's like, just because you want to appear charitable. Yeah. Because, why else are you Instagramming it? You're trying to show that you're trying to help somebody, right? You're trying to help a group of people. Yeah. Like, just offer it to them. And if they say no, okay. Don't try and separate them from their families. <laughs> Free love. Anyone <laughs> want some love? Take my love. <laughs> I mean, why not offer the hotel room to the whole family? Yeah. And, and then even if she oh, does did she that. not? I do, it seems, well, the way I've read it is it seems like it's only for the kids. Fuck the parents. Well, that's weird, That's man. weird. It's not confirmed. But even then, if the fa- if she offered it to the whole family and the family said, "Oh no, thank you," yeah, then leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, if 
Would you go up to a homeless guy with a dog and be like, I'm going to take your dog? Exactly. But what? Is, I'm not what comparing children, children to dogs. It's fucking but insane. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the attitude of a heroin addict roaming the streets, like, fucked off their head, trying to, trying to do something. She's like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going <laughs> to take these kids. The world has changed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just that whole idea of like people feel expect that just because they offer something mm. and it isn't accepted then that's suddenly the other person's fault yeah it's like no you, your you generosity is a turd sandwich <laughs> well you I even if you offered one. a great sandwich yeah you don't have they don't have to eat it not hungry yes yeah, no no thank you i don't trust you why because <laughs> you're crazy yeah because <laughs> you're on the street selling hotel rooms i don't trust you i'm afraid <laughs> so no i don't want to i don't want to give you my children just yeah. because, but she feels so entitled to the admiration and yeah. um, uh, gratitude of strangers that they've said no, thank you. But I'm Lindsay, you know. But I'm give, I'm doing something good. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want it. Even if you're giving out millions of pounds, <laughs> but I, don't I want so it. very rarely do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, but I'm on Instagram. You have to accept, and like the inst- uh, in the video, media pressure in the in the in the video, you can see some of the chat. And some of the chat is like, help them, Lindsay, help them. And the other one is like, this is fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's just fucking calm down, Lindsay Lohan. Anybody like, you should offer, that's the, yeah, you should, people need to get used to the idea that you can only offer help. You can't force help. Yeah. Onto people. And even if you are offering help, it might not be the right decision for them to take your help. Mm. Maybe they'd be better spent elsewhere. Yeah. Maybe they don't trust you. Maybe, you know, you shouldn't. If if someone off the street offers you a house, you don't always have to take it. Well, it's like working at a homeless shelter. You don't go yeah. out looking for the homeless. Yeah, you give help to those who want it. You don't yeah. force your charity onto other people no. with threatening kidnapping. <laughs> Let them know it's available. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just chill the it. fuck out, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so expected. Um, just just on that, we've got a, a public service announcement. <laughs> Don't kidnap kids, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked her scream of pain, so I thought I'd put it. <laughs> Don't kidnap kids, please. <laughs> You got the looping thing down though. Well, it maybe it, it, it skips. It skips. Which, but I thought I'm not going to. You only recorded it once, so it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. meant to be two seconds. It was one minute point eight, so that's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. there's a bit of a jump. Fine, <laughs> Lindsay Lowe, don't kidnap kids. Yeah. No, yeah. So just don't do it. Yeah, just offer your help, but don't force it on other people. That's basically <laughs> the thing. And in the same respect. You know, you have to offer other people that respect as well. Like, if somebody's trying to help or someone's... You're, you're in someone's house, you need to respect their rules. In a some sense, a segue. <laughs> there might be a segue. <laughs> See, I don't try and, 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 and betray your confidence, Steve. I don't try and lure you down an alleyway of like, oh, maybe did Nick send me a package this week? Well, I might have done. I'm forgetful. Maybe I've got to, <laughs> Oh, no, don't worry. It's a fucking dwarf in a box. Oh, right, yeah. It a dwarf? It was a small man. Oh, sorry. A, a sm- That's small offensive person. to small men. <laughs> um, no, I'm not trying to get you. I'm trying to get them. Oh, well, then fuck you. <laughs> no, because I always it's not go about you. I always go along with it. I was like, oh, you, and it's like, oh, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Keep doing it, 
but <laughs> it just makes me angry, which is fine. Which, <laughs> it's fine. I'm trying to lure them in, and then and then you just come along and just like, this isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, guys, there's a segue coming. Just like you did when I was trying to lure them in. <laughs> anyway. How's that medicine taste? Oh, mm-hmm. bad tooth. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a fucked up wisdom tooth still. Still. I can't even remember what episode we were on, but it was like four, I think like probably eight, eight episodes ago. Yeah, where my wisdom tooth was fucked and I've been on the waiting list to get it removed <laughs> for two months. And it's just lots of pain. Yeah. So randomly from time to time, I just start screaming in pain. And eventually... <laughs> but yeah, as I tried to figure out what triggers it because I was like, oh, maybe like cold drinks trigger it. And it's like, oh no, some it's just a bastard. It's just randomly, completely randomly. Yeah. The only thing that helps it is milkshakes. Which isn't great for my diabetes, but no. it, it's a toss up between do I want jaw nerve pain or yeah. do I just want to die a couple of years younger? When I'd, I'd rather like, get rid of the pain. <laughs> like a a wisdom tooth infection. Warm mm. drinks really help me. A lot. Really? Yeah. Apparently it's like Quite it's soothing. It depends. There's a bunch of different triggers, but my tooth is, is cracked and it's slowly collapsing. Yeah. So it's just whenever there's a tectonic shift in my head, my tooth is just screams out in pain. Yeah. So I just have to keep my head perfectly still. Yeah. On the inside and outside, and then and then hopefully that'll work. Good. So like one time I picked up my phone once. Someone called me. I answered the phone. That set it off like microwaves. So you said it. You picked up the phone and just started screaming yeah. at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like how long until you arrive at our house and I was like oh about <laughs> see if it was anyone else that'd be weird but because it's you I'm sure it's fully expected yeah, like, oh. yeah. it's just one of those days <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, segue away mm. um, a judge has criticised a Christian woman for her strange interpretation of the bible after she and her husband broke planning rules and claimed the only authority they recognised was almighty god Oh. So I read this first and I thought, this sounds very American. You get this in America yes. quite a lot. What, God? Just people having that kind of belief, that cultish yeah. allegiance to belief. Yeah. Because it's just different. It's, it's, that's just such an extreme where you go, I have my faith, but my faith is the only way and I'm actually only going to listen to my faith and I'm not going to listen to anything else. Not traffic lights. not beware the dog signs nothing like that no only almighty god beware the god (laughs) (laughs) beware the flood (laughs) beware the murdering of the eldest yeah (laughs) lane shepherd 44 and stephen shepherd his name is lame she is it's lane i think oh like with an n a little shorter for e lane maybe oh right but no just lane lane one lane thinking (laughs) (laughs) Uh, continued to use their farm as a campsite after being ordered to stop. Miss Shepherd owned Bassett Farm in Chillsworthy, Devon, and kept sheep, chickens, and pigs. Exeter oh, it's, cr- it's in England. It's in, it's, that's what I thought. I was like, this oh. sounds like a ridiculous American thing. So, no, nah, it's in fucking Devon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Exeter Crown Court heard the couple have moved there from Surrey in 2015 when Miss Shepherd bought the plot for £101,000. Right. Uh, she must have paid in almighty God pounds. <laughs> a complaint was made about a caravan on the site in 2016. The local council told her not to use the site for residential purposes. So they bought farmland yeah. with animals on it, and they just started also growing people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Torridge District Council issued an enforcement notice in January 2017, she ignored it, 
saying it would be a sin to carry out the orders of Caesar. What? Caesar? Caesar. (laughs) (laughs) Ancient Rome. And now, this is probably a biblical thing, right? Where it's like, you can't take out the orders of government over your almighty God. Caesar, well, excuse me. Caesar Caesar Milan. I don't know, dog. (laughs) Caesar did start, Rome started like the census, didn't they? <laughs> Did they start the census? Maybe, maybe probably. Sounds like the kind so, of thing they and do. That, maybe that goes along with like land registry, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, maybe. I thought, How many I thought people are like, you growing? <laughs> Stop growing people! <laughs> Shut up, Caesar! You fucking prick! Yeah, Caesar Milan, the demon who talks to dogs. Yeah, no, I don't listen to him. He's he's worshiping, worshiping a false god in Caesar Milan. Uh, Miss Shepherd told officers she was not a member of your society or any other than the society of mankind. That's fine. L- leave the country. <laughs> Get out of mankind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said her only duty was to our Father Almighty God, not the local authority. And she pitched three. She started growing three more people. <laughs> <laughs> she pitched three more mobile homes and advertised the plot as a campsite. Uh, the couple were prosecuted during their trial. Miss Shepherd quoted lengthy portions of the Bible and said she's not a real person. <laughs> I'm not real. <laughs> Stop. Stop your campsite. But I'm not real, though, am I? No. She is, in quotes, a living soul. Not a person. Right. And you can't apply law to a living soul. No. No. How would you define a living soul? Go on, campsite. Pretty people like. <laughs> within people I guess yeah. uh, nonetheless the jury at Exeter Crown Court found the shepherds guilty but they're not real people but perhaps guilty nonetheless <laughs> and the judge ordered them to pay uh, £19,000 in fines or be sent to prison living soul prison mm. judge Timothy Rose said most of the blame for the planning for the planning breach lay with Miss Shepherd and that every time the council asked her to move a caravan she installed another one on the site <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Such childish it's response. so stupid. Isn't Ask it? me again. <laughs> I'll buy another caravan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we don't care. You try and keep. Do you know supply demand? You can't create su- d- supply with demand by just having more supply. Yeah. <laughs> it's not work. You'll fix something up. Yeah. Never heard the story of Jesus, the loaf, and the fifty caravans. <laughs> <laughs> How many caravans did Noah have on his ark? <laughs> Was it five? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the image as well, I think there's something, there is something interesting about you can, when you imagine this person and you imagine their physical appearance, it's pretty accurate. I think that's weird. I think that's very strange. Looks that, like that painting of those sad old people. One holding the picture. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, but it's. I, I, that's what I tell. I look at the picture. I was like, that's exactly what I imagined it to look like. <laughs> and I don't understand. Is, is that? It is obviously is prejud, prejudicial, but it's also like, how strange is it that you're able to make the connection of that type of crazy yeah. with that type of face? It's like, but I, I, people go on about how stereotypes are bad. It's like yeah, a lot of them exist for a reason. Yeah. Like they do draw commonalities amongst people's traits. Yeah, I mean they're bad if you treat them badly yeah like if you treat someone unfairly because yeah. of it you but... don't don't judge people because of them but yeah. like yeah like the, the people certain people are certain ways and they and they they have a lot yeah. in common with other people who look the same way or act the same way or whatever but isn't it weird you can just there's because there's loads of different types of crazy there's a whole spectrum of crazy. oh yeah yep so but it's weird that different crazy camps have 
the similar appearance. Mm. So you've got like serial killer. Well, so they serial say people look side. like their dogs. People look like their insanity. <laughs> <laughs> you look like your conscience. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not real. You are you are real and you're and you're guilty. <laughs> no, I'm not real. I'm a living soul. Well you have to pay us nineteen thousand pounds. But I'm not real. Well, then it will just go up. You know, whatever you want to do, you can do it. <laughs> Speaking of not real, please put down the Bible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just weird. How you go to that own extreme. It's it's how I mean itself. It's it's a level of arrogance that just gets to that point where you think that absolutely everyone else is wrong. Because here she's saying she doesn't believe that any society other than mankind is what she's a member of, and she's not even real. <laughs> so like she doesn't even think that real people. Are, uh, are right only the unreal people are yeah so you just get to that more and more to that point and i can kind of <laughs> context is king right so it's like if it was she just had enough of dealing with real people she's like fuck you i'd be like oh, okay fair enough and they're like oh, i'm not gonna listen to any of this i'm just gonna listen to you know god what did god say <laughs> but i don't think it's like that i think it's just you know whatever crazy reason there is <laughs> this just... channel's rubbish switch it to god <laughs> yeah. i mean just upbringing i guess mm. just you know, always disagreeing with what society is doing, and therefore trying to do something else. But it, it makes different. It's, it's, there's there's a, there's a leap there that doesn't have to happen. Mm. Like my whole attitude towards government and politics is like, yeah, that's what's going on. Like over there, that's over there. I'm over here. We live near each other, so yeah, I have to ha- have a little bit of it and deal with it and contribute to it a little bit. Mm. But it doesn't run my life. No. So I accept that I live in that society. But that doesn't mean that that is my entire existence. Like, yeah. yeah it's, that's that society. And then I've got my own society over here. And I'm, yeah. just, I'm over here. And then every now and then there'll be a knock at the door and be like, oh, you know, we're paving the road. Okay. Yeah. And then I leave it there and move on. But some people just like, like hacksaw that border between reality and, and uh, your own personal life. And then just be like, no, that reality doesn't exist. I'm not real. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. This, like, I, the thing is, I, the the libertarian side of me kind of agrees with her in theory, just not because of its, not for anything to do with God. Mm. Like if I buy a thing, it's my thing, and it's my choice what I do with it. Like that's I yeah. But if you but, buy Chernobyl, you can't make it into like a kid's hospital. No, exactly. But but at the same time, I accept that that's not how the world works, so I have to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. It's like, if you go on a campsite, do you want to be grown by someone else? <laughs> no. no. I'd rather have, like, habitable situation as opposed to... That's all it is. It's just you just need a license. You, you, that land, you cannot have a campsite because it's unfit for human habitation. Yeah. Maybe there's not enough plumbing for bathrooms or showers or anything like that. Yeah. There's certain things that need to be done. It's like, no, God will God will shower well, them. She could probably fill in form H. 2H34Z or whatever the fuck and, yeah, and you, st- get shit underway. You need to be real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's the yeah. big problem. Souls can't hold pens. Yeah. <laughs> can't sign on dotted lines. No. It's just not how it works. Um, elsewhere in the real world, uh, a swarm of bees <laughs> flew into the engine of Mango Airlines, forcing a delay in flights at the main airport in South Africa's coastal city of Durban. Oh. So just bees took over a plane. Oh. <laughs> Well, it was on the on the runway. Yeah, well, it, was, it stopped it from. I was say like if the, if the engine had started, like why is this <laughs> <Yeah>. news? <laughs> we're here now. Yeah, B say no. Yeah, yeah, we're all living souls, and we <laughs> yeah. decide what flies B and what doesn't. Van. 
<laughs> uh, B experts were called in, as they should have been. And they <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> <laughs> Are they buzzing? They're usually buzzing. <laughs> Is anyone here a B expert? <laughs> And they uh, safely removed the 20,000 bees. <laughs> One, <Yeah>. two. <laughs> 20,000 bees. Just, I'm stopping in this engine for a bit, actually. <laughs> uh, the incident was extremely unusual, and the uh, and the bees were probably resting before flying onto somewhere else. That was just like a, sto- a pit stop. Just a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Where are they? South Africa. We've just dri- yeah. we've just come from Morocco. It's we need so a- hot. Yeah, we're on our way to Australia. We just was it like a connecting flight? <laughs> <laughs> just stay into this engine for a little bit. Just hang on. Like don't <laughs> yeah. don't go in the engine. We can go on it. it. Took a while for the removal team from the privately owned <laughs> ABC <laughs> oh, <God>. company <laughs> to get approval from the airport authorities to get it. Out onto the runway. It was my brother that came up with a name. (laughs) Very clever. A, B, C, but the B's a B. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, It was a quick job to remove the swarm once permission was granted. A, B, C's Melvin Dawson says, We have encountered some unusual B removals. I guess that's what you would do, right? Bee removals. Yeah. You don't like not 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 bee installations. You probably don't install bees in many places. <laughs> like, uh, we need one. I need more. Two. 20, I need t- about twenty thousand more bees. <laughs> yeah, probably like to move them around for pollination or something like that. But get them out of houses. That's there isn't a buzzing sound in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the bees are now at home uh, with my brother, who's a beekeeper, and will be taken to farms. Mike Miles, the chairman of the South African Bee Industry Association. <laughs> Who voted them in? You know, bees have got a very hierarchical structure. Caesar. <laughs> yeah, fucking Caesar and Almighty God. Fucking conniving together. Said that the bees were probably just taking a break in the engine. Yeah. All right, let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's get the chairman of the South African Bee Industry Association. What do you think these bees were doing? Taking a break. Yeah. Probably not flying. Yeah. They weren't flying. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say they're having a lark, but bees don't have the ability to joke. No, they can only Mm. dance. Yep. And a beautiful dance it is. Mm. We try to mimic it at a Christmas party. (laughs) (laughs) There's only three of us, so. Yeah. There is no flowers. No. (laughs) All the the plants in that (laughs) office are dead. (laughs) Ironically, because we didn't pollinate them. Yeah, and he goes, oh, it's unlikely that they intended to make, you know, home in that smelly engine, is what the quote says. Oh, don't judge don't the engine judge of a the- plane. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so fucking critical of a plane. <laughs> yeah, but it smells bad. Yeah, if you climb in the engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just- clean. But is it bee home clean? <laughs> yeah. You get like, where else would a bee go, I guess? Underneath something. Underneath the plane, maybe. But it's like warm, dry. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. But There's I oil. Yeah. Maybe bees like oil. It depends what kind of bee, I suppose. But most of them build hives. <laughs> a Boeing like... bee. <laughs> <laughs> Bumble Boeing. <laughs> I'm not right going on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to stop every half an hour to eat. <laughs> yeah. Like... Uh, with a quick diversion, as we've spotted a massive daffodil. <laughs> 
Um, uh, so yeah, weird stuff in the bee world. I mean, where else? You know, you kind of you do forget that bees bees are bees. It's weird things that happen all the time. It's just you kind of forget. So it's nice to be reminded that yeah. bees are infesting the airports. <laughs> um, nice to know they're about. All I ever hear about bees is that they're in decline. Yeah, and that if without them we'd all die because they keep flying into chat engines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to sit in this crematorium? Yeah, we'll rest here. <laughs> yeah. Rest in incredibly dangerous places. <laughs> Is it global warming? No, it's just stupidity. <laughs> yeah. They're just drunk on honey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in other news, Laura Kijano and Bogoslaw Matlak told police that they were trying to understand public reaction to child endangerment. Mm. When they turned on a hidden camera and filmed Matlak placing their son in the trunk of a car, which was parked outside of a restaurant outside Chicago. So two parents, for a laugh, decided <laughs> to abduct their child. <laughs> Maybe trying to get as to get to work as a support act for Lindsay Lohan. I don't know. Uh, the quote is: "You are being uh, the dad said to this uh, to the child in front at the restaurant. You are being bad, and I'm going to punish you by putting you in this trunk." Matlat yelled at his son after putting him in the trunk. <laughs> After putting him in the trunk. Oh. So he's put him in and said, by the way, I'm putting him in a trunk, in case yeah. you weren't aware. So the child didn't know, but then the child suddenly knew. <laughs> yeah, now I understand. Oh. The temperature outside was 89 degrees, according to a police department <laughs> report. All oh, right. There's a lot um, of bees in here, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, it smells, <laughs> smells, smells like engine. <laughs> I was thinking, maybe I should do a video to show people that they should do something about it when some, when they see something wrong. You know, Pretty sure they involved. would. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure they would. And, and and I'm guessing that's why he's in the news. <laughs> Three people sitting near where the Audi was parked outside of a outside of a Panera bread told the responding <laughs> <laughs> Guess it's like a Pret a Manger or something. Yeah, not just a giant loaf of bread <laughs> in the street. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go visit the loaf. <laughs> <laughs> I want some crumbs. Big crumbs. <laughs> Uh, the people told the responding officer that after closing the trunk, Matlack immediately got into the car and drove away. The officer later recognised Matlack when the father returned to the parking lot without his wife or child. Oh. Matlack told the officer he was conducting a social experiment. Oh no, it's a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> what, ki- taking kids? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ask the McCanns about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in the hopes of becoming an internet sensation. <laughs> <laughs> abducting his own son for views (laughs) Matt Lex said he had done the same trunk bit (laughs) just gonna put my child in the trunk now but remember to like share and subscribe (laughs) if you want him to live don't forget to hit that bell (laughs) ding 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 (laughs) Matt Lex said he had done the same trunk bit with his child twice before and no one reacted don't do bits with your child (laughs) don't do bits with child abduction (laughs) Matlack was arrested and charged with endangering the life of a child. The police report said his version of events changed several times during questioning and officers found a recording device on Matlack's body. He told officers that he was an informant for the Cook County State Police. Okay. Okay. On Wednesday, Skeen... Who the fuck is Skeen? Skeen, with the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services, said in a statement, the parents have now agreed not to use the child in experiments. Good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, people do anything for internet sensationalism, it's I guess. Insane. What was it? The famous one was like a couple where a guy was like, if I put a Bible over my heart and you shoot it, 
it'll stop the bullet. Yeah. And it didn't. And it didn't. <laughs> so she murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> On YouTube. It wasn't yeah. YouTube, was it? It was like Twitch. Or it was a stream. I think thing. it was YouTube. Was it? Yeah. There's people trying to be fucking internet celebrities. Yeah. There's loads of them now. I mean, there's loads of less interesting ones now. The big one at the moment is people reacting to videos. So, like, that. you've got, like, a, 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 a racial couple watches a Bill Burr bit. Mm. And you're like, why am I watching people watching this? That's the thing. Do you know what I hate more than those videos? The fact that people watch them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, today I saw, we talked before about, like, doctors watching House and Scrubs. Yeah. The one I saw at the moment was Better Call Saul watched by a real lawyer. It's like, who the fuck cares? Jesus Christ. I mean, like, you, you get to a point in the whole YouTube whole thing is, like, you just start watching videos after videos. Yeah. Um, that aren't very good. <laughs> wolf of Wall Street, watched by a real stockbroker. <laughs> watched by a wolf. he's not a wolf yeah there's not enough wolf for my liking (laughs) but yeah just I mean yeah watching reaction videos to videos especially when some of them are a big portion of them are YouTube creators Mm. watching other YouTube creators content yeah and you go like well you're already diverting views from the original creator to you to watch their content and is that not a dickhead thing to do yeah that's that's just pirating just pirating isn't it right you're taking their views away from them it feels that way yeah and then you just got this less impressive yeah the whole uh, 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 a married couple you know react to a comedy bit it's just mm. and then you go it one if they had anything interesting or anything of like material substance to contribute you wouldn't need to have them gawking at a video for five minutes. Yeah. Because it is just them staring into the screen yeah, for yeah. like, say the bit, say the bit's five minutes and then you go, huh. And then that's <laughs> kind of it. And then afterwards, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, but you said the word black. Yeah, but it was fine. End of the video. Yeah. It's, what are you doing? It's such, it's a weird place. Like, I like, I, I, the only reaction videos I watch are of like, dogs. Dogs reacting to. Yeah. <laughs> dogs reacting to certain stimuli like dogs reacting to homeward bound yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's weird because my, my dog reacts really aggressively to planet of the apes yeah like just sees them jumping from tree to tree <laughs> and she's like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> gets very defensive so <laughs> you can get a lot of views with that black bitch of <laughs> it reacts to planet of the apes yeah. <laughs> It's a dog looking confused. I, was, I put on dog TV, right, which is usually just a still camera in the woods, focused on a heap of nuts, and then squirrels come along every now and then, and birds, and the dogs like you watch them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's the famous um, uh, thing that happened with movies. I think it was Alfred Hitchcock or something, mm. where they put people in a the, the, the people in a cinema in like the 50s or the 40s and the image was of a train coming directly towards oh, them. Oh, yeah. And they freaked out. Yeah. Happens the same to dogs. <laughs> so, like, this giant squirrel on my massive telly <laughs> turns to the camera and starts walking towards it. Honey's just like, Get fuck off! Get away from here! <laughs> but, yeah, I could start a whole YouTube channel of dog reacts to videos. It's usually just nonplussed. Oh, she left the room. <laughs> Zero dog biscuits out of five. Yeah. 
I've seen loads of like I they get posted on the wrestling forums all the time like uh, X and such and such dogs react to Triple H <laughs> yeah, re- reacts to such and such a person returning or oh this surprising things happen here's how these people react dogs like, I don't no oh people people right okay right yeah. <laughs> I would watch those yeah. I would gen- yeah. like yeah. yeah to see yeah. a load of dogs that I love disinterested in something else that I love yeah. And I do get it because it's nice to see different people reacting to different things. Mm. I mean, like um, Joe Rogan had a new special out today. That the moments I was like, "This is awesome! This is hilarious!" Burst out loud laughing at certain yeah. points. And I think that, and I do find that whoever you're watching, if you're watching it with somebody else, you'll get a different input as well. Yeah, it will usually increase the uh, the enjoyment of something yeah. that you're watching. Yeah. So I can understand, like you reactions and sharing that reaction with somebody else and seeing how somebody else reacted to it to kind of get that connection so i kind of understand reaction videos mm. but it's just not on a only when you're contributing something real yeah and if you're having a real con like the, the, the whole idea of fucking t- what reaction are you trying to share the enjoyment of when you're watching someone abduct a child <laughs> i don't understand no like there's i mean there's a whole american news thing um, but they had like to catch a predator and they had what would you do I think which was always hilarious to watch for me because I think it was John Quinones or something like that mm. so it'd be what would you do so it would be putting people into like that situation of someone abducting a child you'd have like somebody f- overly flirting with a woman drunkenly kind of being aggressive in an open place and seeing what other people would do would they step in would they do whatever but it the whole show was just surrounding john quinones because he's come out every time hi i'm john quinones how are you today <laughs> <laughs> did you think about what you would do and it's just like yeah i was just uncomfortable because you know you put this thing in front of me and now it's ruined my day <laughs> <laughs> i I saw a really fucking weird version of the, of one of those videos. Like, yeah. there's a guy making it who should have been much more charismatic, but he just he, he wasn't. <laughs> um, and it it made it for for me from my perspective, it made the whole situation really awkward. So he was doing one of these videos about why you shouldn't turn your back on your drink, right? Like in a in yeah. a, like in a crowded place or anything like that. So he'd go up to these two people and just start hanging out with them. It was almost like CCTV footage. Mm. And then one of them would turn their back and he'd just slip a pill in their drink. And then they'd yeah. turn back and they'd start, they'd go to drink and be like, don't, don't drink that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, why not? Don't, just don't, I, I put a pill in there. <laughs> and he'd just let it sit before being like, do you want I'm, to get murdered? I'm doing I'm doing a social experiment. It's like, oh, oh my are God. You? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to better understand people. I have to find it because it's fucking weird, <laughs> man. But it's one of those ones that they pushed on like Facebook and like whoever was posting yeah. was trying to make it go viral or whatever yeah. the fuck that means anymore. Yeah. But like he just was not the guy to do this <laughs> yeah. thing. And like their their husbands and boyfriends were around and he was just like, You should have been watching their drink. I I just put a pill. See, I, it's such a gamble man it's yeah such a, uh, there's so many points about my life in the future that i can't predict and it's like if i found out somebody tried to drug somebody that i knew mm. well i I'd just kill them yeah just kill them <laughs> just well you've already proven that you're attempting to murder or abduct or s- seriously destroy somebody so therefore my going well then you i can kill you 
It makes yeah. sense. Rational. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just don't know what you're doing. You're it's, not the only person that thinks like that. Yeah, I mean, but it's, yeah, exactly. You, you don't know fair, like, how if people I are going to react. If, if someone did it to Vix, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, you, you just don't. That's, that's the scariest part, is that you do not know no. what's going to happen. You just know that it's probably going to be something bad. And that's you can't even imagine it because you go yeah. like, if I imagine it, then that stuff happens. So it's such a gamble. It's trying to date, trying to test people's date rape defenses. Yeah, you know, just no, just fucking leave. What if you do it and before you get to explain to them, someone's exactly. seen you do it? Exactly. Like the the cameras are like hidden. Yeah, They're just yeah, you just, people just charge out. You know, I've, <laughs> there's, I've, there's a camera there. Always oh, there. Yeah. Is that really? Yeah, like, I think in the Czech Republic, I threw a man out of a re- out of a nightclub by the neck, <laughs> right? Because he kept on going into the ladies' toilets and lingering around some of the women that we oh. were with. We were like a theatre company, yeah, yeah. Thing. So and like, yeah, we, ended, we ended, there was only like three guys, and like, I think it was like twelve women. So like, the three guys just got together and pulled him out, <laughs> and threw him out of the nightclub. Yeah, and you go like, if maybe he was conducting a social experiment, it's like, well, we don't speak Czech. <laughs> and, and all we see is you doing bad things yeah so it's such a fucking gamble i don't know and you get, what's the risk reward i mean hidden camera shows are funny yeah i get it but yeah it's, it's, it's a, there's a big risk involved especially if he's if you, the way you described it he hasn't got like a production company behind him so he hasn't got like security first aid you know lawyers with contracts or anything no like that. no he's just going around putting pills in people's drinks yeah yeah no it was yeah it was weird i've seen a couple of those yeah but like the ones i've seen that okay i'm like okay this works the guy was very like charismatic and he bought out camera people afterwards and all this stuff this guy didn't do any of that he was just and he was yeah instead of instead of being more creepy about it it's being like just so you know i'm doing a thing yeah i was able to slip something into your drink and we're trying to raise awareness about, yeah, you know, not not doing that. Yeah. So you did you feel something go in your drink, and then other people come out camera crews and they know yeah. that it's not. Yeah, real. yeah, yeah. Then it's like, yeah, there's a certain. In fairness to the people on there, they seem to take it all very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's still trying to process it, I guess. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess they must find out eventually that it's some kind of show. <laughs> At least he told her not to drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, th- yeah. He always stopped them from yeah. doing it. He was always he was always very clear. It's just the way he did it. It was yeah. just odd. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's just certain social rules in that once you start acting a certain way, that's no longer acceptable. Mm. So on to the next article. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this, I, just, I just find this funny because of how ludicrous it is right. and because of how she's reacting to it. Um, cancer patient Mandy Stevenson had to postpone a bucket list trip to New York after she labelled herself a terrorist on her visa waiver form. <laughs> So she filled out her visa to go on holiday to New York, and she just said, "By the way, I'm a terrorist." Oh, that's not going to have consequences. <laughs> it's not going to help. Uh, the online application asked if she was seeking or had ever engaged in terrorist activities, uh, oh, or genocide. <laughs> <laughs> you ever done any genocide? I always find it so weird that they ask these questions. But you kind of go, "Well, why not?" <laughs> any sane person would say no <laughs> same question you asked but did you pack these bags yourself it's not like necessarily a check of like did you really it's yeah. like we're asking you because it's your responsibility did you yes okay if you didn't know i didn't my mum did well all right bring her in 
<laughs> How complicated do you want this to be? Yeah. There has to be some kind of regimented structure to it. Mandy from Fulkirk mistakenly answered yes. The 29-year-old who was diagnosed with terminal breast cancer in 2015 only realised her error when her application was rejected. <laughs> I'm, I'm a terrorist. I'm <laughs> getting a rejection letter because you're a terrorist. Can't understand it. It meant yeah. that she had to postpone a dream break to New York and make an emergency trip to the US Embassy in London to persuade officials that she wasn't a terrorist. After a couple of intense interviews... A full visa was granted, but the U.S. authorities could not guarantee it would arrive in time for her flight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you tell them that you're going to blow up their plane, yeah. then they might not let you on, on their the plane. plane. Yeah. You fucking shit. <laughs> this, it seems to be like, oh, well, why didn't they remedy this sooner? She said she was a <laughs> terrorist. <laughs> what? How do you want them to react to this? They're still letting her go. <laughs> yeah. Probably under scrutiny. Yeah. Probably being followed, yeah. as they should do. She has told them she's a terrorist. <laughs> uh, Mandy was advised to rebook her trip, which she was taking with her boyfriend, Ross, for a later date. It cost her more than £800. Oh. That's the price of terrorism. <laughs> um, to rearrange the tip for next month. Mandy World Trade told- Center was way more expensive than that. <laughs> yeah, if, it- if some... One person paid 800 quid to stop 9-11. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. I think that's fine. Mandy told Mornings with Stephen Jardine. She was amazed when her application was rejected. At first, I thought it was a bad dream. And then I realised that I said I was a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. The ESTA, which is the Electronic System for Travel Authorization, is an online form which UK citizens can use to waive their need for a full US visa. One of the questions reads, do you seek to or engage... In, in or have ever engaged in terrorist activities, espionage, good spy, <laughs> sabotage. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm <fuck>. a spy. <laughs> I am Jason Paul. <laughs> uh, sabotage or genocide? Mandy said that she first attempted to fill in the form on her tablet, but it had crashed. So she tried again at work the next day. She said, "I believe I ticked no," and then when I have scrolled down to click confirm, I think I clicked yes. That's the story I'm sticking to. All right. Don't say that. Don't, don't, don't ever when you're trying yeah. to say, you know, that's I'm the not lie a I'm telling. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the story that I am sticking to. A lot of people have uh, This said, is what my lawyer has told me to say. <laughs> yeah, they've told me to say this is the story that I'm sticking to. The story, not the truth. The story. <laughs> Mandy said the mistake was embarrassing, but she thought it would be easy to correct. Terrorism. I'm a terrorist. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing for you. <laughs> However, the American embassy in London told her that it's pretty much the worst box you could have ticked. (laughs) Uh, Maddie had to go to London and pay £320 for an appointment to get a full visa. After a couple of interviews, her application was accepted. It was three to five days to be granted. There's a lot of repetition in this article. Mandy said she told them she would miss her flight, but the official had advised her, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I pleaded with them, but they just said, change your holiday Mandy said she'd hope the embassy for the holiday f- or the holiday firm would be sympathetic because she's got cancer oh cancer ridden terrorist we'll give them a like we'll, we'll let them go through uh, you can be a terrorist so long as you've got cancer <laughs> again I'm not, I'm, I'm, she made a mistake yeah, yeah perfectly yeah. reasonable but don't expect it to be like an easy fix yeah if you claim that you're a terrorist 
and have contributed to genocide. <laughs> and so that's that, the that's story me. you're sticking, sticking to. to. <laughs> like you have to, you have to accept that you've really fucked up, and that it's not going to just go away. They have to check these things. That's why this box exists. <laughs> so yeah, change your holiday. Like, it's, but yeah, but I'm going on holiday tomorrow. Yeah, but we've got to spend millions of pounds looking into you to make sure you're not a terrorist yeah but i'm not a terrorist i've got cancer terrorists get cancer too we still need to do the checks they live near plutonium what would you like us to do just (laughs) not investigate anybody who openly admits they're genocidal (laughs) (laughs) i book um i live in a 12 week i live in 12 weekly cycles because she gets scanned every 12 weeks I book my holidays in very specific times and this New York trip was going to go before I get another set of scan results. So I was really looking forward to it and it was a stress that I did not need. (laughs) Well then don't confess that you're a terrorist. (laughs) Simple, simple enough, right? I thought because it was a genuine error, it'd be quite quite an easy fix, but I was wrong. (laughs) Yeah, for you it was an easy error. For them, they flagged you as a terrorist and you flagged yourself (laughs) as a... Yeah, it's not... I mean, I went to Japan... (laughs) Um, years and years ago to stay with a friend and I'm very disorganised like I go on holidays with just a bunch of bananas yeah right that's my whole red preparation for a week so I went to Japan not knowing anything I didn't know where my mate lived I didn't know his phone number I just assumed he'd be at the airport (laughs) (laughs) so like I landed and you have to go through passport control and all that kind of stuff and the guy was like so where are you staying I was like somewhere near Tokyo (laughs) yeah but where I don't know my friend who's was friend well this is his name um would you know roughly how long are you staying I'm staying for 10 days okay but why are you here just understand (laughs) did he know you were coming yeah 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 yeah. but like the airport had many different you know what what do they call it ports oh that's a ship isn't it Gates. Gates, yeah. Gates. Wings, maybe. Like, you know, they've got different terminals. Terminals. That's what they're called. Yeah, so made different terminals. So my mate didn't know how to... We couldn't get into contact with each other. Yeah. So I just asked them to put out an announcement for... And, you know, calling out his name. But it wasn't just his name. It was his name plus an insult because it was like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) It was something like, can my friend with broken ribs please come to Terminal 5? (laughs) In a Japanese accent. Like, okay, yeah, sure. And I just waited there and I, fi- I finally got onto Facebook and was like, I messaged him, like, I'm here. Where are you? <laughs> I'm just in Japan. So I can understand, like, that's the kind of like a stupid mistake. You know, I didn't go in and jokingly say I was going to blow the place up. No. Or say fucking genocide and yeah. tick the wrong boxes. Uh, Simon Calder, travel editor of The Independent, said the question on the Esther visa waiver form was completely pointless. Well, not really, because some people tick yes. Uh, nobody who has engaged in ter- terrorism, espionage, or genocide would ever tick yes. Well, that, that's just wrong, isn't it? Yeah. Because what if they don't read English very well and they just tick yes on everything? Like you do whenever you install any piece of software, like you do whenever you go to, uh, I don't know, doctors or anything, you just go, yeah, I yeah, agree yeah, to yeah, the yeah, terms yeah. and conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 otherwise yeah. you're not going to treat me. Yeah, it's whatever. a sanity check. Yeah. Are you reading these questions? Obviously not. <laughs> so, yeah, I disagree with that entirely. I don't imagine that anybody has ever ticked this box. Uh, read up. Uh, but once you are on that list, you're never going to get off it. Yeah, once you're on the terrorist list that you've 
put your, you've signed yourself up to. Again, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> America is completely unforgiving. If that box gets ticked for whatever reason, immediately it's not as though the alarms go off. No, it is as though the alarms go off. Yeah. And the shutters <laughs> go down. Yeah. And you're in a spiral of despair. Yeah. <laughs> fucking terrorist. He said the consequence was a stressful interview. Yeah. <laughs> stress-free terrorist interviews uh, for the extra cost of applying for an extra visa much cheaper than an Esther he said the best advice was to not book a trip until you have all the paperwork in order uh, Mandy told BBC Scotland her bucket list also includes a trip to Canada meeting football star Stephen Gerrard and a visit to Thailand <laughs> well <laughs> maybe maybe Stephen Gerrard has less strict security measures yeah <laughs> you're gonna genocide <laughs> no right. well yeah oh maybe well, yeah. Yeah, it could work but uh, she needs to get to New York first. Yeah. She's happy again, and she's keen to get going. Mm. Just, yeah. I mean, the sympathy here is with the American government, where they have to spend millions of dollars <laughs> trying to investigate this person who's claimed to be linked with genocide. It won't be, though, will it? There'll be loads of people that have been like, come on, she's got cancer. <laughs> well, it'll, it'll, yeah, she's got more of a reason to shorten her lifespan further. <laughs> if she's going to suicide herself. yeah. What you got? It's just it's mm. what do you expect? Yeah. This is what this is what this is reality. Yeah. If you tell the American government you are a terrorist, they're gonna believe you. <laughs> what do you want? Oh, well, I'm still, gonna be funny. They've still let her in, they've still done all this stuff. The only reason it was a problem is because she had cancer. Yeah, it just took longer than a week. Yeah. And she no, it can't take longer. It takes than longer a week. than that to get a fucking passport. <laughs> yeah. We can get it on the day. And you know? don't have to be a terrorist to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. It just seems it seemed like a really weird reaction to a really obvious situation. Yeah, you've threatened if you threaten somebody with death and terrorism, surely you can understand that they might react negatively. Yeah, and they might not try and speed up your your transport to their country. Mm. Really? Yeah, I'm pro- maybe I'm overreacting to it, but it's just like <laughs> it's the same thing again and again. It's just chill the fuck out. Just yeah, don't tell people that you want to kill them if you're going to go to their country. Yeah, everything's fine, but you were wrong. Yeah, just you, you fucked up. You fucked up big time. And when you fuck up big time, sometimes it takes about a week to sort it out. <laughs> Be yeah. thankful that it's just that, and you weren't put in put in prison for a month. Yeah, you know. Just, yeah, just, yeah. It's just, Could have been worse. Yeah, you fucked yourself over. Mm. That's all that happened here. Don't try and blame it on. Well, they should have forgiven me sooner. Yeah. No. Just deal with your fucking life. <laughs> Hey, that's me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't have any news because okay. I've I've kind of steer clear of that at the minute. It doesn't satiate me. Okay, is that a word? Satisfy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but I I I, I love those like um the you know like NPR yeah. interview things mm. uh, where they find someone like weird and wonderful and they do like um. Almost, it's almost kind of like a report on them or something like that. Yeah, like uh, what they call it, like in the news, like the soft flutter pieces or something like that, right? Yeah, but there's nice some, there's something about the way NPR does it, where they've got like music and they've got a narrator and they've got someone like telling their story and everything like that. Right. So, like, um, yeah, I've I've, uh, I've I've gone out and found someone for that. Oh, okay. And uh, done my own one of those. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So I'll, I'll it's it's quite long actually. Yeah, sure. But that's, that's fine. fine. We've got time. Yeah. I'll just uh, I'll just put it on. I should have come up with a name for this because I want to do more of them. But okay, yeah. See, just this music, you just get it from somewhere. SoundCloud. Yeah, you don't just like acapella it. 
For over 30 years, Frank Angry has forgone the traditional smoking, drying, and brining methods of curing meats. Instead, taking inspiration from his father's parenting, which he realized in time had caused him to become salty and resilient. My dad was classic 50s dad. Go to work, come home, scream at my mom, push my face into my mashed potatoes, and then go out to the garage and cry. Fade up music. Following his father's death after a short battle with oncoming traffic, Frank stumbled upon an old tattered notebook of insults, many of which he recognized from his childhood. This became the Bible of Frank Angry's deli meats. I threw a steak in a skillet one night and I was sat there reading through this book. Two minutes, both sides. Slapped that sucker on my wife's plate and said to me, Frank, this is the best steak you ever made. I knew we had something. Thus began the research and development phase for what Frank Angry would later christen his abattoir of abuse. It started with bacon. I thought, if you can't cure bacon, you can't cure shit, you know? I put the slab of meat on the side, and I opened my little book, and I went to work. You cock-sucking motherfucking asshole, you goddamn time rapist. Come here and just start raping my free time. Your mother went to all that effort to carry you around for nine months and squeeze you out like the fat little dipshit that you are, and now all you can do is cry and shit yourself. You're a mold. Your culture is such a disappointment to come home to you and realize that this really is you doing the best that you can. For eight hours, Frank wrapped his tongue around every word of his father's masterpiece. And finally, as street lamps flickered on in the evening sun, Frank put his hoarse voice to rest, calmly sliced his first abuse-cured slice, <laughs> and laid it down to hiss its shrill death rattle in the cast-iron pan. It was a beautiful thing. I, uh, I can't even tell you. When I called that slab a hobo-looking piece of shit and closed that book and sank my teeth into the fruits of my father's abuse... <laughs> I smiled for a week. <laughs> I was so happy he was dead. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, Frank that's, Angry. Yeah, that's 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 the first one. Um, yeah, I w- I'd like I quite like to do quite kind of like a series of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like I like the interview kind of like narration dynamic thing. Mm-hmm. I think it work it works quite well. Yeah, 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 um, and um, yeah. If you if you had any that you wanted to do, if you found some amazing people in the wild, I'm sure we could uh, we could knock something up. Yeah, yeah. The main thing for me is just getting the the music, and because we were very conscious about being like, let's try and be as stop using other people's music and all that kind of stuff, just in case. Oh, you mean like copyright stuff? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, I'll try Small. and find some stuff, and they're always like, this is kind of free, yeah. but kind of not. You do have to sift through shit. Yeah. Like it is a lot of that, but like I've I find all this stuff on um on SoundCloud, and it's mm. all like it's all under Creative Commons, 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 Creative Commons, Creative Commons. Yeah. So you're free to use it, free to modify it. Yeah. Like, which is quite cool. Um, but um. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I'm going to do some more of those. I haven't come up with a name for like a. I, I'm obsessed with like names for segments and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, 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 I like that 
kind of feel. That's yeah, that's that's my of shot of the news. <laughs> kind of investigations. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind Milligan of shit. investigates something yeah. like that or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Speaking of names for segments. Oh yeah. Oh. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. <laughs> um, William the Conqueror, aka yeah. William the Bastard, um, was denied a marriage proposal by Matilda of Flanders, who felt marrying a bastard was below her. Mm. He won her heart by reading the response and immediately riding 250 miles from Normandy to Bruges <laughs> to grab her by the hair and throw her in the mud. <laughs> She w- he won. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, now I love you. Now, now I love you. Now I'm now I'm covered in filth. <laughs> but you some, came all this way. I've lost some hair, you know. <laughs> Humiliate in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll marry you. <laughs> sure. Well, you're the best prospect around here. He's a conqueror. Just because you're here. <laughs> um, anesthesiologists, neuroscientists, and researchers don't really know how anesthesia works. <laughs> that sounds stupid. I know. Just, we just fill them with gas just, and then we cut them open. Yeah. Seems to be fine. It's, it's the lab guy again. Just putting things in other things. Yeah. Um, seems to be fine. Yeah. Oh, they're asleep. Oh, this could be useful. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's a Japanese train that barks like a dog and snorts like a deer to prevent collisions with animals on the railway. (laughs) (laughs) As if they're not going to react to a giant train speeding down the track, but they will react to a well-timed bark. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What? Deer. Deer. (laughs) Snorts like a deer, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big deer. Get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, the world's fastest deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, now, I don't really follow basketball, but I found this funny. LeBron James was so hated back in 2012 um, that even a captured Al-Qaeda member wrote letters expressing his disgust at his decision to go to the Miami Heat. He told his lawyer that LeBron James is a very bad man and should apologize to the city of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Cleveland. <laughs> From a terrorist. <laughs> no. Um, uh, this is the last one. Uh, cats have anywhere from four to ten nipples. The average number is six. Some cats have odd-numbered nipples. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. None of those if were particularly so irritating this week. But no, well, it's, it's the same. I mean, last week there was one that I was just... The like, stars. Stars, was it? Some stars of room temperature. That was last week. Just... I don't understand how that doesn't infuriate people. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, that's that really annoys me that someone's, <laughs> someone's told me that. Uh, or looked it up or decided to... It really, it does annoy me. But the other <laughs> ones are fine. Yeah, cats, some cats have odd nipples. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, right? I yeah. mean... It's it, defects. It's, it's some not, people have three nipples. Some human beings yeah. have more than one nipple. There's a fact and there's a smug fact. Yeah, I've Those... got a nipple on my neck. Oh, that's what I think it is anyway. Oh, it's got the texture of a nipple, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I've never touched it. No, but it looks like the tip of a nipple without the area. Right. right? I see what you mean. Yeah, you know I mean. So yeah. yeah, what else is it? It's, oh, it's not a mole. It's not the color of a mole or anything no. like that. 
you know apparently you can get them cut off so like, who cares <laughs> but yeah like some people are born with defects so cats are probably born with defects makes sense yeah don't know it's nothing to brag about but <laughs> hey <laughs> i've got seven nipples <laughs> yeah that's odd <laughs> yeah. yeah it is <laughs> get over it it's fine yeah yeah um yeah, that's all I've got. Okay, um, we'll try an outro. Uh, I the the musical outros I've been doing have been very much crap, um, <laughs> intentional crap, <laughs> just because it felt like it was kind of in in tune with the podcast. So there's kind of like one take songs of songs that I don't really like, and then just trying to record it and see see if there's anything goes just to play us out with. Yeah. Um, so this one, um, I tried to do a few different things, but give it a try. It's a bit longer than usual, so we might fade out to it, whatever. But yeah, uh, you've got nine seconds when it starts. <laughs> and you said it could come in quite loud. Could come in loud. I didn't do a fade in. All oh, right. Um, so maybe we can do the stuff before and then just press play and then there'll be a nine oh, right. second gap or something. Yeah, cool. Um, the, uh, the email address for us is wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com I always forget that and I came up with you it. You came up with it, yeah. Um, what, what else? Uh, <laughs> we are Twitter, at Pulling yeah. Teeth Pod on Twitter. Yeah. I am at Sing It Steve on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm at Nick Snip, which is the same, spelled the same as it, as it is. Yeah, but Snip is two Ps, isn't it? Yeah, but it should be on the if you found the podcast. Oh yeah, 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 fine. It's spelt the same everywhere. Yeah, it's spelt like my name, not mine, yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll just start the thing. Yeah. That's not too loud. Yeah. Wisdom at pullingteethpodcast dot com. Yeah. Yeah. What would I do without your smart mouth Drawing me in and kicking me out Got my head spinning, no kidding I can't pin you down Don't pin her down, mate Because that's kind of weird You shouldn't really be desiring to pin someone down But anyway What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride And I'm so dizzy I don't know what hit me But I'll be alright My head's underwater But I'm breathing fine That's not right You shouldn't be breathing fine if you're underwater, mate You should, uh, you should Something's, something's off Something's weird um, genuine frustrations while trying to sing. Crazy <laughs> just trying to read the lyrics and, and disagreeing with them all the time. My mind. A lot of people have this at weddings. Because all me loves all of you. Love your It just sounded like yawning in the song. <laughs> Are you perfect imperfections? And give your <laughs> me a gift by you. You're my end and my beginning. Even when I lose, I'm winning. I don't think you understand the difference between losing and winning. <laughs> losing and winning is kind of not the same thing. <laughs> That's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs>